On today's edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast, why more than ever do players want to come and play in Philadelphia? All that and more on today's edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome on in, everyone, to yet another edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team each and every day. We thank all of the everydayers for making this your first listen of the day, whether this is your first, 10th, 100th, or 1200th show with us here at LOE. Thank you for joining us. As always, I'm your host, Gino Camilleri, as well as my co-host, Lou DiBiase. I will be taking you through this Friday edition of the show, which is sponsored by Game Time, our friends over at Game Time want you to know that if you download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Lockdown NFL, you'll get $20 off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed over at Game Time. And today I want to talk about a quote that Eli Ricks said. And we're going to talk about the punting competition, how the practice squad got finalized, but I want to talk about something that he said in a quote. In Jeff Kerr over at CB Sport, CBS's Sports article, and how important this quote was for me to read. Because just a couple of years ago, Lou and I on this show, we had the discussion if people wanted to come and play in Philadelphia, and there was this discussion that with the quarterback controversy and how Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie, they want to get their hands in the pot and there's just too many cooks in the kitchen that maybe the culture took a step back. But what Eli Rick said today, and for a UDFA to say this, it really meant a lot to me. And what he said, and shout out to Jeff Kerr. This is a great poll he had in his article. This is Eli Ricks talking about Howie Roseman. He said, he told me when I first got here that there should be no reason why you shouldn't make this 53. And why is that important? Well, Howie Roseman for the longest time, and we've talked about it probably for three to four years on this show, has been one of those guys that if you're one of his draft picks, he might hold on to you a little bit longer than maybe somebody that he doesn't have that attachment for that wasn't a draft pick. And maybe that might've deterred some guys from wanting to come to Philadelphia and compete for a job. And I look at guys like Jason Peters, for example, right? I mean, he was probably here three, four years longer than he should have been. And his tenure was prolonged because of Howie Roseman and how big his heart is as a general manager and wanting to keep that guy around. And that's why those discussions a couple years ago started to pop up. Why would guys want to come here when they know that they're not really going to compete for a job? How he's going to hold on to those guys that he drafted? And if I want to go win a job, I'm going to go elsewhere. Well, if you look at what has happened recently in the last couple of years, guys want to come to Philadelphia. And this isn't new. Alemide Zacchaeus said this when he was talking to his agent. He said as soon as his agent found out that Philadelphia was one of the teams that was interested in him. He said, let's speed up this process. Eli Ricks, for example, he's a highly coveted undrafted free agent. 
Well, it's one thing for a general manager to say, yeah, you could come here, come to rookie camp, we'll give you a good guarantee, and you could compete, but that might not get you onto the roster. Well, as over the last couple of years, Howie Roseman has not shied away from letting UDFAs come to Philadelphia, even on a very talented roster and at positions that are very deep for a corner to want to come here. That's incredible to get his agent to be persuaded to come to Philadelphia to compete because usually you want to go somewhere where they're light on numbers. You'll have a better chance to make the roster, but in Philadelphia, not only are you a team that was in the Super Bowl last year representing the NFC, but now you're a place that is saying, if you are a good football player and you have talent, we are going to find you. Regardless if you're a first-round pick like Jalen Carter or Nolan Smith, or you're an undrafted free agent like Eli Ricks or Reed Blankenship or Josh Job, Corey Clement, go back to 2017. Without him as a UDFA, do you win that Super Bowl? I'm not so sure. And that's an important thing to have and an important paradigm to instill in your culture. That no matter what, play the politic game all you want, play the business game all you want. Howie Roseman has evolved. And to get players to want to come here to compete, whether they're a highly touted free agent, whether it's A.J. Brown in a trade, whether it's Jalen Hurts cementing his legacy as the quarterback, being able to compete because Howie Roseman took a chance on him, that's something that players appreciate. It is a business. We know that at the end of the day, and we've seen that. Look at the J.J. Ortega-Whiteside pick a couple years ago. Was there probably guys that were better suited to be that selection, guys that were better suited to be on the roster? Absolutely. But J.J. was a second-round pick, and Howie Roseman held on to him. Well, now he's saying, I don't care. I let Jalen Rager go, and he now got cut again. I'll move on from top-level picks, Andre Dillard, for example, if they're not going to come here and compete and want to fit in in this culture and not fit this new age Philadelphia Eagles team. But if guys like Eli Ricks or Contavia Street want to sign here, even at a deep position, come on in. Come to Philadelphia. The more the merrier. It's a lot easier to make tough decisions when you have a talented deep roster than it is to try and to persuade yourself and say, much like 2015, much like 2016, much like 2020, these rosters, you talked yourself into them being good when in reality they weren't. And why was that? Well, young talent wasn't coming here because you didn't draft well. You weren't getting highly touted undrafted free agents that were going to come in here and compete because they knew Howie Roseman wasn't going to give them a chance. This was a full-fledged overhaul in their way of thinking, in their way of team building, in their way of constructing a roster. Not only are these undrafted free agents big-time players for you now in terms of depth, they were big-time pieces for you on your practice squad a couple years ago. Look at a guy like Greg Ward. Look at Boston Scott. You sign him to your active roster off of the Saints practice squad. Those little victories and those little personnel stories will get more and more players to want to come to Philadelphia and play here. Because if Howie Roseman delivers the message saying, yeah, Eli Ricks, 
you might be the 10th guy at this position right now. But if you put out good tape and you are a player that can run, loves football, and can stay healthy, those three things he put on the checklist a couple years ago, well, you're going to have a chance to compete. Saying it's one thing, but actually meaning it is a completely different thing. And Howie Roseman, he's not talking out of the both sides of his mouth. Look at Reed Blankenship. The guy comes here in a safety room, which was probably the deepest safety room in quite some time. And all of a sudden, he's starting for you in the Super Bowl. Same with TJ Edwards a couple years ago out of Wisconsin. Guys like that, that are given a chance to develop, given a chance to compete, and are put in place in a culture that all they know is winning, that's a recipe for success in the National Football League moving forward. So to hear Eli Ricks say that, to hear guys like Olamide Zacchaeus want to come here to Philadelphia, those little things are going to pay off so much more in the long run than anything you can do on the football field. Because you're not a team like Cleveland. You're not a team like the Raiders where it's like, yeah, I could go there, get my money, but uh, am I really going to compete and be in a winning mindset? I don't know. But Philadelphia, they've shown time and time again that they're willing and able to give guys like that a chance. And I expect big things out of guys like Eli Ricks and Josh Job in the future because when opportunity and luck all come together, you get situations like this. And a situation that isn't so lucky is the Eagles punting situation, which we have to talk about. Thursday, they brought in some punters. They had a competition, and we will get into that competition. Who is the front runner and who is likely to be the Eagles punter moving into 2023? But before we get into that, we have a message from our friends over at FanDuel. If you don't know what FanDuel is by now, well, what are you waiting for? It is the NFL season. We're nine days away. Nick Foles amount of days away from the NFL season kicking off. Well, the Philadelphia Eagles, that is. We're going to get Thursday night action next week. Get in on America's number one sports book, the official sports book of the Lockdown Podcast Network and LOE. Right now, new customers who bet $5 will get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, this might be the best portion of it. Not only are you going to get the $200 of bonus bets, but you're going to get $100 off of NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. A $300 value all by betting $5. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can do everything on the app from spreads to player props and more. We'll be back with all the player props in LOE3 each and every Friday this regular season. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, an official betting partner of the NFL. All right, everyone, welcome on back to this Friday edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm Gino Camilleri, as always, your host of the show. In the first segment, we were talking about why players would want to come to Philadelphia and compete. Well, we have to talk about now a position where they are still trying to figure out who is going to win the competition. It was evident that after the departure of Donnie Jones and Cam Johnston that Aaron Sipos was stepped down in terms of the punting game. And it was clear that in a big moment, the biggest of moments in the Super Bowl last year, it came back to bite them with a terribly 
misplaced punt, which ends up getting Kansas City to basically the four-yard line and cementing that game. How big is special teams? Well, if you want to know, go back and listen to this show each and every time it came back to bite the Philadelphia Eagles. Howie Roseman, though, one thing he has learned is that competition matters. He brought in Ty Zentner this year, averaging 40 yards per punt. Didn't really work out for him as an undrafted free agent. Aaron Sipos, it looked like being the incumbent, he would win the job yet again. Well, after a performance against the Indianapolis Colts in that final preseason game that didn't really put Howie Roseman's mind at ease, Howie Roseman said, we're going to waive Aaron Sipos. He's back on the practice squad. And then they brought in three guys to compete in a punting competition on Thursday. I think there's one guy that Eagles fans will be very familiar with, and he will probably be the front runner in this competition. And that is Blake Gillikin, former Penn State punter. On 160 punts over his two years in the National Football League, he's averaged 47 yards per punt. They also brought in two-year veteran Colby Wadman, 44 and a half yards on 44 and a half yards per punt on 143 punts. And then the third player they brought in was longtime vet Pat O'Donnell, who averaged 45.1 yards per punt on 616 punts. Blake Gillikin, he was in a punting battle with the Saints. It seemed like he was going to be the guy that was going to win that job. But it turns out that he ended up losing the job to a guy that I thought would be maybe the best punting option for the Eagles. And it seems like Gillikin is going to be that best guy moving forward. And they have to get something better than what Aaron Sipos is bringing them, which is under 45 yards per punt. That's why I think Gilkin offers you the best return on your investment. Although his net yards per punt is around 41.1. You want to take the depth. You want to take the hang time because the longer the ball is in the air, the longer your coverage team has to get down the football field. And that's why Sipos and the special teams unit struggled at times was because he couldn't get the ball up in the air and have great hang, hang time. I mean, when you're only getting 4.2, 4.3 yards or seconds of hang time, and you're only punting the ball 44 and a half yards per punt, it's not great. And you had Cam Johnston and Donnie Jones, who were so instrumental for you in those years. I mean, heck, even going back to the days where you had two Henrys and one of the Henry boys was a punter, he wasn't even as bad statistically as Aaron Sipos was. They have to do something, and I think Blake Gillikin can get by as that guy this year. But I wouldn't be shocked moving forward if the Eagles are one of those teams that spends a fifth or sixth round pick on a punter because they have to do something. They can't just wait until, what, September 1st to figure out their situation in the punting game. You're lucky you have Jake Elliott. That is so good as a kicker, and you have to figure out that element of it too, can this guy hold for Jake Elliott? You have a game in nine days. It has to be figured out and quick. Hopefully it doesn't come back to bite them. Hopefully the guy that wins the job can hold the job throughout the whole year because the worst case scenario is that you're one of those teams that it's a revolving door of punter after punter after punter. You elevate Aaron Sipos. He punts for four games. You cut him. Another guy comes in. That's the worst case scenario. When Jake Elliott was brought here 
from Cincinnati after losing that competition, it was evident that you got very lucky. They haven't gotten so lucky at punter. They better figure it out and quickly because I don't want to be talking about this. Come next week, come the week after that, come the Super Bowl. It cannot happen once again. Figure out the punting situation, finalize the roster, because basically everybody else on the roster is finalized, and they got three more guys on the practice squad, which put them at the limit of 16, and we will finish up today's show talking about those three guys. One familiar face, one guy I'm a big fan of, and one guy that you may not have heard of. But before we finish up our show today, this edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. If you don't know what Game Time is by now, well, let me help you out. The other night, after me and my fiance had, or now wife, had our wedding, we said, let's go to a concert. I got on the Game Time app. I said, let's go see OAR. And then, you know what? We're going to see the Oregon Ducks in a couple weeks. And I bought all those tickets right here on Game Time. It is the best, easiest way to get killer deals on last-minute tickets with the best price guarantee. And you can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped over all the fun that you will have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. If you're somebody that doesn't like to plan like myself, that's what I do. My fiance, she'll go, well, now wife, I got to get that right. She'll go and use game time and get us tickets in advance for football, basketball, concerts. She loves going to the theater. You can get literally anything on the game time app. So what are you going to do? You're going to download the game time app. You're going to get an account and you're going to use the code lockdown NFL for $20 off your first Purchase terms apply again. Create an account and redeem your code of lockdown NFL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We thank game time for being a sponsor of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. All right, everybody, finishing up this Friday edition, the final episode of this week of LOE. I'm Gino Camilleri, your host, as always. You know we had to finish it up, talking practice squad and talking special teams. That's what we do. We're sickos here at LOE. We report five days a week, each and every week. Where else are you going to get up-to-the-minute news like the final three signings on the Eagles practice squad? They bring back LaRaven Clark. It seemed that Tyler Steen will probably be that swing tackle for you, but LaRaven Clark, he is that veteran element since Dennis Kelly didn't seem to work out. It doesn't seem that he signed back on the practice squad. So LaRaven Clark should be that guy for you. He's an eight-year veteran. He was gone from the Eagles after getting signed to an active roster last year. Now comes back this year. I think that puts your mind at ease a little bit when it comes to tackle depth. You can now elevate him. If one of those guys were to go down, he could be an easy game time addition. They also add Thomas Booker, a former fifth-round pick last year, of the Houston Texans out of Stanford. I was a big Thomas Booker fan. He is one of those guys that he's a tweener. He's one of those guys that can play inside, play outside. He's around six foot four, 280 pounds. Like I said, he was a former fifth round pick of Houston last year. You bring him in, add more defensive line depth to your practice squad. Teron Jackson is there. You didn't get Janarius Robinson back. Moro Ajomo's on the roster. Contavia Street's on the roster. You needed somebody on the interior that you could use as a practice squad player. Thomas Booker, I think he has the chance to come in in rotational minutes and 
be just as good as anybody else that you have on this roster. I think it's a great signing to bring him in, a former fifth-round pick, and you get him now on your practice squad. And finally, they sign Taiwan Mullen, an undrafted free agent out of Indiana this year, spent the summer with the Los Angeles Chargers at cornerback. And now they're set. They got the 53. They got 16 guys on the practice squad. They have 69 guys on the roster. Very nice. They have a couple guys on IR. Zach McPherson, Tyree Cleveland, hopefully come back healthy. Sean Bradley's out for the year. But next week, we get to talk about an actual football game. It's game week. We are going to talk about the guys that you want to hear about. Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, everybody on defense, Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis, N'Kobe Dean, the two stars on the outside, the young safeties. When they take on Mac Jones, Bill Belichick, and the New England Patriots. But that'll do it for us this week here on the Locked On Eagles podcast. So thank you, as always, for joining me here on LOE, making us your first listen each and every day. Make sure you like, subscribe, rate, review wherever you get your shows and in video form on YouTube as well. Make sure you check us out on Twitter. Follow me at GC24 underscore football. Follow my co-host at DBASILOE. Follow the mothership at Lockdown Birds. Make sure you check out all the Philly Lockdown shows. Check out Lockdown Phillies. Those guys are hot as can be right now as they get ready for the playoffs. Basketball season will be back. Hockey season will be back. We got football to talk about next week. But that'll do it for me here on this Friday edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for watching, subscribing, and as always, signing off, Gino Camilleri. Fly, Eagles, fly.